Hello, hello, and welcome to a Movie People podcast. Today is February 8th, 2022, which means that the Oscar nominations were announced this morning, and this segment is going to be my reaction to those nominations. I've seen some of them, but I haven't seen all of them, so you're going to get my live reactions to um, all of these nominees, and then maybe a quick analysis and snubs and everything like that. So let's just get right in to it so best picture where's um this year for the oscars they're switching to 10 nominees so it's not going to be that weird eight sometimes nine nominees we're just going to get a full 10 every year and those nominees are belfast coda don't look up drive my car dune king richard licorice pizza nightmare alley the power of the dog um and then west side story um pretty good the crop of films um like this was a list this was one of the lists i did see i wasn't really oh how did this make it in there oh how did that make it in there i personally would not have licorice pizza anywhere near this entire oscars but it's kind of like the same thing with joker i like knew it was coming i knew there was the buzz for it so i'm not like too mad at it um i saw nightmare alley which i have seen eight of the ten films of here claps for me um (laughs) So uh, I've seen most of these films on here. I just saw Nightmare Alley last week. It was really long and kind of boring in my opinion. And I didn't really hear that much buzz for it. So I'm surprised that that got in there. I know Guillermo del Toro is an acclaimed director, but he's not like an automatic type guy. So it's a little bit surprised that that got in there. Um, Don't Look Up. uh, That was another one that, I mean, it came out and it kind of had that buzz, but I didn't really hear that much about it. So I was a little bit surprised that that one got in there. Huge surprise that Drive My Car got in there. I um, haven't been able to see this film. And I haven't really heard that many people talking about it. There was another foreign film that came out called, like, The Worst Woman in the World or something like that that I heard having a little bit of buzz. And I thought maybe Parallel Mothers would sleep in here, maybe, like, A House of Gucci or something. But none of those got in here. Drive My Car did. And um, even though I haven't seen it, very good for that foreign film. And I will be catching that as soon as I can. Um, And then, of course, you have the West Side Stories, King Richard, um, and all of that. Um, But super happy, super happy that Coda got in there. It was my favorite film of 2022. So I am very happy that Coda got in there. I don't think it'll win much. I don't think it'll actually win anything. But it did get the nominations that I think it deserved. And so I'm really happy for that film. And then um, I haven't seen Belfast either. And then Power of the Dog is um, one that I think got a lot of Oscar nominations, so good for that film. Um, Let's get on to director. Let's see. So we have Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay, whatever. Um, Kenneth Branagh, um, Jane Champion, Ryosuke Hamaguchi, and then Steven Spielberg. Okay. Okay. This is interesting. So they gave the Drive My Car Dude a Best Director nomination as well. That is huge Um, uh, because... Just getting the uh, best film is is one thing, but then getting the director and the film, um, that's really big for that film um, and really big for foreign films in general. So really, really surprised at that. Um, no Denis. No Denis Villeneuve here. Um, I think that's fine. I mean, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm a weird film dude. I like it when people make complete movies. Denis made half of one. He made a really good half of a movie, but it wasn't like it wasn't a full movie so i am not super i think uh i had heard some people i saw his name trending so i was like oh um like maybe he got snubbed here um but 
And so maybe some people were outraged. I'm I'm fine with it. Um, Paul Thomas, like I definitely put him over Paul Thomas Anderson here. But um, if someone had to get it, then you know it is what it is. I had to put Lin Manuel Miranda in here, um, but I can understand why he didn't get this nomination on for his first film, just like uh, John Krasinski didn't, um, just like Jordan Peele didn't. Maybe Jordan Peele did. Um, but so I can I can see why he didn't get the nomination here. But I would definitely replace uh, Spielberg and um, Paul Thomas Anderson with Denis and Lin Manuel Miranda. But overall, eh, best director is just eh. I'm not too um, mad at anything like that. Of those five, I'd probably go with. Actually, I don't know. Maybe the Drive My Car, dude. I I don't think any of those five films are sensational. Um, but oh well. Uh, best actress it looks like we got Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman for the lost daughter, Penelope Cruz for parallel mothers, Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Now this is one of the first categories, despite me seeing eight of the 10 best pictures, I have not seen any of these five films. So I can't tell you, um, uh, which actress would win, which actress, uh, was snubbed or which actress, anything like that. Um, those are just the five actresses nominated. Um, I am personally glad Lady Gaga didn't get the nom, even though I love uh, Lady Gaga and Stars Born was campaigning for her to win that award. Um, I don't think she did anything special in House of Gucci, so I am very fine with her not getting the nomination. I'm glad that Kristen Stewart got the nomination. Just um, I heard she had been losing some buzz, so I'm glad that she was um, able to sneak in there. Maybe hopefully win it because she's... um. She's a talented actress. And then the rest of those four are just mainstays. I think they're all former Oscar winners. So that makes sense for Best Actress, but I don't really have a horse in that race because I haven't seen any of those films. Um, Best Actor. Now, this was a hotly contested one. And here we have Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, and then Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. There were um there were so many great male performances this year that I don't think there's anyone that you could really go wrong with, um and I don't think there's any collection of actors that you could really like go too bad with. But I really think they knocked it out of the park with these five. I would maybe replace um a Javier Bardem, which to be fair I have not seen being the Ricardos. Maybe he's just transcendent in that, but um this is based off of what I've heard. I'd maybe replace a Javier Bardem with maybe a Bradley Cooper from Nightmare. Ali, because I think he was really good in that. Um, but overall, I am happy with those. Benedict Cumberbatch, even though I didn't love Power of the Dog, he was great in it. Andrew Garfield's my pick to win this. I think he absolutely um, uh, elevates Tick, Tick, Boom to another level. Will Smith, absolutely amazing. And King Richard also elevates that film. And then Denzel Washington's one of the, the greatest of all time. And he's just doing what he does in Tragedy of Macbeth. If you want to know how good Tragedy of Macbeth is, it is written in... Um, or how good Denzel Washington in Tragedy of Macbeth is. That film is written in Shakespearean English, which is like one of the hardest, like most grating things to listen to ever. And I watched that entire movie. So big props to uh, Denzel Washington. Um, Definitely deserve it of his nomination there. Best Supporting Actress, we got Jessie Buckley for The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose, The West Side Story, Judy Dench for Belfast, Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog, and Anjanu Alice 
for King Richard. I'm happy Anjanou Ellis got in. Great performance. She um goes right toe to toe with um Will Smith in that movie, and they both have two powerhouse performances there. Um, Kirsten Dunst was fine, whatever. Haven't seen Belfast. Ariana DeBose was fine. I think if I maybe if I'd seen the original West Side Story and loved it or like had problems with it, I would just feel more about this West Side Story. But this was just a very meh film for me. So Ariana DeBose was was in it and she was fine, but didn't really do anything to move the needle for me. Um, and then I haven't seen The Lost Daughter. So of those, I think um, Anjanou Ellis would be my pick. Um, but this is another one. I don't really have any like, um, yeah, just like snubs or anything like that. There's like no one that I think I was like, oh, how did you forget this female performance this year? It just wasn't. Maybe it was just the films that I was watching. I just don't think I was watching the films that um, would have, I guess, had those amazing performances. But um, so no, nothing really much for me there. Well, now I'm thinking about it. I guess um, I guess uh, the really attractive girl that I cannot think of the name of, Rachel Zegler, um, didn't get the nomination for uh, for Best Actress. Uh, that's a little bit surprising because um, I think she had won the Golden Globe, but you know, is what it is. Uh, best supporting actor. We have Kieran Hines for Belfast, Troy Kotzer for Coda. Whoa, nice. I did not think he was going to get the nomination there. Um, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog. Also didn't think he was going to get the nomination there. J.K. Simmons for The Being the Ricardos, which I didn't even even know he was in. And then Cody Smith McPhee for Power of the Dog. I think they're saying Cody Smith McPhee is probably going to win this one. Whatever. All five of these performances are whatever for me um troy kotzer was really good um i think the best actress in there that's a great actress performance the one in coda that definitely should have gotten nominated what am i talking about how did that not get nominated um so actually you know what? i'd put the girl from coda and the girl from west side story i'd put them in there um before those actresses that did get there um but for best supporting actor i think these are fine for the most part um Again, there's not like a huge like, oh, where was this person? I'm super glad Jared Leto didn't get in there because he was garbage in that film. Um, but overall, that's just a just a meh for me. Um, sorry, I'm rushing through these, but these are just my actual reactions. Um, best costume design is between Cruella, Cyrano. Um, Cyrano is a film that I want to watch, by the way. They, they're not putting it out till I think end of February. It's like, I want to see this film. Um, Dune. Nightmare Alley, West Side Story. Um, I think all of those are fine. Um, like, I maybe Cruella would get the... the eh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who would win that. Um, I watched Nightmare Alley in black and white, so I wouldn't even know if the costumes were, were great. But those seem fine to me. I'm not going to act like a costume expert, so let's just move on. Best Sound, which thank God they combined it so it's not Best Sound Design or Best Sound Editing or Best Sound Mixing. But it's between Belfast, Dune... No Time to Die, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Um, again, I'm not a sound guy. Um, so No Time to Die seems right. Um, there, ha- I mean, I'm a little bit surprised no musicals. Oh, or West Side Story. West Side Story got in there, but Tick, Tick, Boom didn't get in there. Dear Evan Hansen obviously didn't get in there. But um, yeah, why didn't uh, Tick, Tick, Boom get the best sound award there? It's a bit surprising. Like, how did Belfast get in there? But happens. Uh, best original scores between Don't Look Up, Dune, Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and The Power of the Dog. Um, I mean, 
again, whatever. Um, it'd probably be in Kanto here, but there was no score that just had like the oh my goodness, like this was like this like transcendent type score. I think the Dune score was over. It was okay. Like I think, I mean, Hans Zimmer might be a little bit past it. I mean, Interstellar was a, a goaded score, and then Dunkirk was really good. But since then, um, I think the Wonder Woman score was okay. Uh, the Dune one is okay so i think he got that one kind of on name recognition but i'd be fine with him winning it because he's been robbed so many times in the past for all his collaborations with christopher nolan and i couldn't tell you a thing about the don't look up parallel mothers or um, power of the dog scores so not even gonna try best screenplay were between coda drive my car dune the lost daughter and the power of the dog i think these are all fine i'm a little bit surprised dune got a uh, screenplay nomination here um i don't know if tick tick boom is adapted i think i would have given tick tick boom the screenplay over dune um just dune was a fine screenplay but it's more visually stunning than i think it is from a story perspective so a little bit surprised that dune got that there but i'm overall pretty happy with all five of those i'd also be cheering for coda in that spot um, but then for best original screenplay we got belfast don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. That was the film I was talking about earlier that I thought was going to get more um, nominations for maybe Best Picture. Looks like it gets in the original screenplay column. And these are also fine. I think I would get Don't Look Up out of there. Don't Look Up is a film that I saw and then instantly went out of my mind. Licorice Pizza saw instant. Well, I'm not going to say it instantly went out of my mind. It's just too problematic for me to be in here. Um, but I mean, those should, I mean, it's hard to say what's a snub because I just have to think of it off the top of my head. Those sound fine to me. I would have put Swan Song in there, but you know, I just, no one, for some reason, no one watched Swan Song. Um, and I think the biggest one out of these is, is for adapted screenplay, Tick, Tick, Boom, missing, uh, missing that mark. Um, also maybe, also maybe Spider-Man, um. To be able to pull off the script between those with that whole ending and everything that needs to be going on in there. Are there parts that are like stupid? Yeah. But like are the great parts outshining the stupid parts? Yeah. So I would maybe give that an adapted screenplay consideration at least um, over some of those. Um, I don't know any animated shorts, so I'm going to skip that. I don't know any live action shorts, so I'm going to skip that. Film editing. It's between Don't Look Up. Hey. Academy. Stop rewarding Adam McKay's editing style. It's not good. It was better in this than it was in Vice, which was god-awful, but, like, this man doesn't edit, movie, edit movies that well. Um, or Hank Corrin, or whoever is his editor. Um, Dune is fine. King Richard, fine. Power of the Dog, fine. Tick, Tick, Boom, fine. Uh, Tick, Tick, Boom actually does have good editing. I would give it the nod here, if not for Dune, which, I mean, every technical award you can go ahead and give to Dune um just every story-based one i don't think it should be um how the heck did coming to america get a best makeup and hairstyling award or, or a nomination because that was between coming to america cruella dune the eyes of tammy faye and house of gucci house of gucci and coming to america two bad films with bad makeup and hairstyling so let's get those out of there and give it to cruella another bad film um best animated feature 
um, aka the Encanto. Well, okay, here's the thing. So this is between Encanto, Flea, the Mitchells vs. the Machines, Raya and the Last Dragon, oh, and Luca. Um, Luca was a film that kind of came and went. I liked it, but um, I just don't think it really has any steam. Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon is also another film that I liked. Um, I actually think it's just as good as Encanto, but that also kind of came and went because these films were on Disney+. Plus. Um, Flea just doesn't have the momentum. But so it's really between Mitchell and the Machines versus Encanto here. Um, I think it's going to go to Encanto. It just has too much momentum. It's it's trending on TikTok. Bruno's like the number one song in the world. Um, there's just too many people into it right now. Mitchell versus the Machines was a nice little summer hit. Um, I think it's going to go down, kind of like how a lot of these things do, where it's like big budget uh, Disney movie, big budget Pixar movie versus smaller um, indie animated movie that a lot more people like, um, or at least like a, a lot of like animation people like. In the end, usually the smaller one always loses out. So I think that's one of the, that's what that is what is going to happen this year. But you never know. Um, so, but I think that's probably going to be the Encanto Award. Um, I haven't seen any of the documentaries this year, but um, I did my movie. Uh, I did my movie list or whatever with the with the scores. And uh, the number one movie of last year was Summer of Soul, um, which is nominated here for Best Documentary Feature, uh, directed by Questlove. So give a look to that. Uh, documentary short, I haven't seen any of them. Best Original Song is between Be Alive, which I've never heard. Oh, it's in King Richard. Well, apparently Beyonce wrote that song. Um, Dos Oruguintas. Um from, from Encanto, Down to Joy from Belfast, No Time to Die from No Time to Die, and then Somehow You Do for Four Good Days. This is going to be a weird one. Don't talk about Bruno. It was literally one of the most... Sorry if you could hear that motorcycle outside. Uh, Don't Talk About Bruno is uh, going to be one of the top songs of all time uh, in terms of a, of a Disney song, and it's not included here just because Disney did not know how big it was going to be. So they have Dos Oru... Oru Gitas, um, which I wouldn't even tell you what song that was in Encanto. So that's just going to be a weird, like, okay, kind of like when Lego Movie like wasn't nominated for like uh, the animated award, and everyone's like, hmm, this is like weird because the best animated movie wasn't even nominated, and so here there's these five other ones, or when like Jake Gyllenhaal didn't get a nomination. So this is just like a weird, like, okay, the one that obviously would have won this is not here, and there's just five other ones, so. Oh, well, um, multiple songs from Encanto could have been in there. Cinematography is the Dune Award. Um, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story are in there, too. I could maybe see a tra- Tragedy of Macbeth upsetting here. Maybe a Nightmare Alley has great um, cinematography, too. But I definitely think that's the Dune Award. But you never know with um, Tragedy of Macbeth. Um, international feature is Drive My Car, Flee. The Hand of God, La Nuna, and The Worst Person in the World. That one's going to drive my car easily. Um, production design is between Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. Um, again, probably a Dune Award. Again, maybe Nightmare Alley or <laughs> Tragedy of Macbeth um, upset, but I think that's a Dune Award. And visual effects, you don't even need to... Well, 
visual effects i will point out for being the only uh one that a marvel film is nominated for because spider-man no way home is nominated for best visual effects as well as shang chi and the ten rings but yet again that is a dune award so let me go um i'm going to look up see who some people are saying are the snubs here uh what are people saying are the surprises here? I think overall, while I'm looking that up, I think, and definitely in comparison to other years, I didn't cover the Oscars last year just because um, there weren't that many good movies last year. Um, and But I remember I recorded an episode in 2019 about all of those and just like how disappointed I was just like by this is a lack of diversity of movies. I think that has fixed itself a little bit this year. There's definitely a bigger diversity of movies that you're seeing. That's why you're seeing nominations for a film like Drive My Car, but also nominations for a film like Dune. Um, and you're seeing nominations for like The Power of the Dog, but also um, like Belfast and things like that. So I think um, we're still slowly getting there to getting a Oscar um, that are like truly representative of what people think are good. But um Definitely, I think we have some progress this year versus other years. So let's look at some of these. Um, look, look at some of these takeaways and snubs. Um, yeah, they're talking about the diversity. That's good. Power of the Dog led with um, a, twelve nominations. Um, Dune being second. West Side Story um, third there. So Power of the Dog had twelve nominations. Dune had ten. West Side Story had eight. Um, those all, I think, make sense. Uh, Dune having 10 nominations and director not being one of them is a bit surprising. Um, but uh, I think, I mean, that is to be expected, especially when you have a big technical Marvel, just like how Mad Max Fury Road um, kind of came in. I think uh, it kind of is going to follow that same trend, which I am curious. Let's see if, um, who directed Mad Max Fury Road? Mad Max Fury Road director. Uh, George George uh, Miller. Let's see if George Miller got an Oscar nomination. Um, George Miller Oscar nomination. Because if he got an Oscar nomination, I think, yeah, he did get an Oscar nomination and the Best Picture nomination. So it is surprising that Denis didn't get it here uh, because I think those follow a same trend. Um, let's see. This is a bad article. Um I was looking for snubs and surprises, and then it looks at all these takeaways. Um, let's see. So let me go to E News. Snub Lady Gaga. I I disagree. Uh, I mean, Lady Gaga was a snub, but I think that was deserved. I just do not think she was that good in that movie. Surprise, Kristen Stewart. Good for her. I haven't seen that movie, um, uh, but I hear she was great in that one, and she's definitely a talented actress. Um, Snub Jodie Comer for The Last Duel. I haven't seen The Last Duel, but I hear she was great in it as well. I wouldn't mind her getting a nomination over some of those actresses, but that's fine. Snub Jared Leto. He was god-awful. One of the worst performances of this year. Super glad that he's out of there. Um, they're saying Don't Look Up was a surprise. Um, I mean, I'm not too surprised. The Academy is in love with these Adam McKay films for some reason. And Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep. Those are two people you can't put in a movie and just get no Oscar nominations. So I'm not too surprised with that. They're saying snub Bradley Cooper for Licorice Pizza and Nightmare Alley. Maybe for Nightmare Alley, I absolutely do not understand why he was getting any buzz for um, for his role in Licorice Pizza. It was very short, had nothing to do with anything, and was just um, 
honestly just trailer bait to get people to watch this movie. Um, do not get it there. Uh, surprise Dune. I'm not going to say Dune was a surprise. I think it got all the nominations that uh, you would have thought it was going to get. If Maybe the surprise was that it didn't get uh, um, director, but that'd be more of a snub. Um, Rachel Zegler was a snub. We talked about that. Um, Jennifer Hudson snub for Aretha, maybe, but I don't know. That film kind of came and went. I'm not too surprised. Um, oh, Marley Motlin, the mother from CODA. Do you know what? I will agree. That is a big snub. Her, I actually think everyone in that film deserved an acting nomination, um, or at least those main three of the main girl and both of her parents deserved an acting nomination. So I will say that is a snub there. Um, and they say a snub for Kytroina Balfe, one of the Belfast people. I haven't seen that movie. Peter Dinklage was snubbed, but it, no one has seen um, Cyrano. They must have sent it out to the um, uh, Oscars voters, but like they pushed this film to wide release until February 28th, so no one's heard of this thing. Um, ben Affleck being a snub for The Last Duel, I'm not sure. Um, or the Tinder bar, I don't know. Not sure. I didn't really hear much buzz for either of those. Oh, and then Nicolas Cage being that last snub. So, again, you hear all of these snubs, but none of these are, like, egregious to me. There is no Jake Gyllenhaal um, Nightcrawler-type situation. There's no Lego movie-type situation. Um, and there's no... And hopefully there won't be a, a Green Book-type situation unless Licorice Pizza somehow wins this Oscar. So... All in all, I think a good year for the Oscars. Those are my really quick jumbled up just, oh, these are the movies type thoughts. Um, once we get close to doing these real episodes, we're going to go further in depth. And especially near when the Oscars actually air, we are going to give our full reactions to the Oscars. But for now, thank you for listening to this podcast segment, and we will see you very, very soon.